Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by RPAL Gary at Partscaster Concierge. Gary offers custom designed Partscaster style builds and bodies catering to upscale DIY builders. Concierge services are included with every project to ensure every build is perfectly tailored. Gary can assist with design concepts, electronic configurations, hardware selections, and everything in between. Now, every DIY builder is working at a different knowledge or skill level, so Gary offers these services on an as-needed basis, so he can be as involved in your build as you need him to be with help sourcing parts or even advice during your finishing or assembly phases. Gary offers flat top, contoured or edge routed bodies for bolt on necks, as well as custom pick guards, necks, pre setups and other parts and services through builders and guitar techs within Gary's ever growing network. So if you're on the hunt for a sick custom parts caster project, check out at Partscaster Concierge on social media or partscasterconcierge.com. Raspberry ripple and twist my nipple. It's a sweet, sweet episode of the cultured guitarist. Oh, I love when you hang your head in just disappointment, Casper. Oh man. <laughs> my name it's this- is Calling All Astronauts Al. And with me, as ever, disappointed already, as ever, is calling <laughs> wait no <clears throat> calling all cosmonauts, Casper. <laughs> He deserves oh, very that good. Sounds That's, pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our guest, that much fun. Uh, reveling in the revolution, Richard from Indra Guitars. Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. okay, That's okay. I'm that was good. I liked the actual the accent and everything, man. You, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for stopping and resetting because it wouldn't have been the same. No, I. You know, I. I, I meant to. Uh, oh, I'm getting a phone call from Chris Beauchamp while we're podcasting. Should I answer this on the air? You want to? I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, go for Al. You're on the air with the cultured guitarist. Hi, my name's Chris. Um, what kind of guitar should I get? Uh, an expensive one, sir. Yeah. Preferably and from Indra Guitars. Indra Guitars, By definitely. the way, you really are on the air with the cultured guitarist. Yeah, no, I know. I love the show. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> so our first-time caller, too. <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know that I think you're awesome, and uh, maybe we can talk after the episode. That probably sounds That'd be good. great. Yeah, I probably right, won't answer my air when we're recording ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Bye, buddy. I think it went really well. <laughs> okay. I, th- I think uh, it went pretty well. He that, had a big okay, so bad. Bad. So, it could have been. So, Chris I'm, is a magnificent dude. <laughs> like, great really guy. great yeah. guy. <laughs> so, uh, I, I have several times uh, during live shows when people call me and they know I'm at a, a show performing, yeah, I will answer the phone and pull, hold it up to the microphone and <laughs> whoever's in the room, <laughs> congratulations, you're talking to my audience now. <laughs> so I, I had a fear that that was going to go one of two ways. <laughs> it could have gone bad. It could have gone bad. <laughs> I was uh, kind of he hoping could've... he'd be like, you owe me money. Listen, man, the cops are asking a lot of questions. <laughs> what happened to that hooker? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been, yeah. been the good stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. You'd have just had to start it out and gone, okay, well, he's a very funny guy, and I would have got a 
uh, Walter died alibi for that evening. Uh, <laughs> anyway, on with the boat. As, as our, our listeners well know, I have the memory of a goldfish with a head injury. Mm-hmm. So I have I don't have an alibi for any evening ever. If you want someone to frame for a crime, I'm your guy. Yeah. Because when the cops ask me what that I was doing gone. that night, I will just blankly stare at them. Just like, well, no. I don't know what yeah. I was doing an hour ago. <laughs> it's useless to me though, because you are in Canada. So oh, that which God. is a which if you live in England is a whacking great alibi, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was this guy in in Canada. He he did it. <laughs> yeah. Did you do this? I might have. I don't remember. I might have, but it's, there's a lot of logistics involved. Yeah. <laughs> which I Quite a bit of transatlantic flight, which is, <laughs> yeah, rules you out as a as a conspirator. <laughs> well, dude, um, I I think uh, it, it it goes without saying. Although Casper and I have already started saying it before we recorded, but here we're going to say it again on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, do say we it. are. Re- donkulously stonking fans for you. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Thanks. That's it's, so nice. It's off the charts, my friend. Um, and those weren't even English words. They are English-English words. <laughs> stonking in particular. I enjoy is it? <laughs> yeah. Stonking's an English word. That's it, a word. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, what it, like, you know, like um, you, you know, uh, and I'm trying to think of a good way to 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 get this in here. Oh, uh, like Kurt Russell in The Hateful Eight had a really stonking mustache. Like that's okay, a, you know, okay, I robust. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> robust. I don't use the word robust enough. I really like it. Yeah, you know what? it's a it's a good word. You should use it more because it's a very robust word. I'll, I'll use it. Ah, I'll try and use it more. Yeah, I'll, a, I'll drop it in seamlessly do. into this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do what you did. Just seamlessly drop it in. Just like any other word. You know, we didn't warn you though, is we often get off the rails and we, uh, yeah, I think no, that's it's going to fit in that, well. That, I right. think so. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's going to be more difficult to keep any. I, like, I very rarely make else. it onto the rail. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, oh my God. Okay. Well, I, like, I, yeah. I will, uh, I will attempt to, to be the, uh, Voice of guidance, media, keep some, things, somewhere on yeah. logical keep, track. Keep Casper's already like, yeah. we're doomed. Yeah, <laughs> not, oh lord. It's, yeah. Nope. Uh, okay, so uh, well, let's let's just kick it off. Yeah, uh, otherwise, I'm gonna Dan Presencer. I can I, I can feel his shadow looming over me, always. Mm. Do you, are you do you know Dan Presencer from More Guitars? No. Okay. Uh, well, maybe. I'm, as I said, terrible with names. No, so he's uh, uh, no. I don't think that so. more guitar M O A R guitars. He's he's up in Denmark. yeah. I know the ones. Are they, they're really amazing. Are they the ones that are really really thin? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Really, I mean, yeah. So that's a terrible. Like I've just summed up no, no, summed up his stuff. That's what oh, he does. He makes thin guitars. They're way well, thin. He, you're not way fair. That's he, right. He would be the first to also say that you're not wrong on that. Yeah. Um, but they're, yeah, but they're amazing. But that was the only way that I could, <laughs> just, you know, describe them in a really specific way. I see those guitars and go, "Those are really thin." Aren't yeah, they? he's somebody else we freaked out for, like the yeah. Beatles. Um, he <laughs> he busted me hard one time because I forgot to do what this next section of the show we're about to do, and he immediately wrote and was like, "Where the heck is it, man?" So uh, I've I've never forgotten it again because I'm always afraid I'm going to get another. <laughs> 
<laughs> chastise You're going to get told off. From my friend yep. Dan. Yep. Uh, so, what have we been up to this week, guitar and or music related? Uh, let's kick it off. You know, let's kick it off with Richard. Yeah. You go first, buddy. Well, what have I been up to this week? Yeah. Guitar-wise? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, obviously you make guitars, so, we, you know, maybe not. Yeah, I've been, bu- I've been se, building but... guitars. Oh, but like fun-wise? Yeah. Assuming oh, you like uh, Well, guitars. no. <laughs> I do. Yeah, no, I hate, hate. Well, I, I have my occasional moments where I'm just like, if I see another guitar or guitar piece accessory today, it'll put me over the edge. But uh, most of the time, no, I love guitars. Um, uh, the, what have I been doing this week? I repaired I repaired a 12-string and reminded myself how much I love playing 12-string, so that was good. Um, and I have been, I made a couple of like kind of clone pedals and messed around with those, and I'm in the process of re-jigging my pedal board, which is just carnage at the moment. I've like Everything's all over the place because I keep on moving things around and trying to squeeze more stuff, more weird stuff out of the same sequence of pedals. Um, so I've been doing a bit of that, but mm. work, work-wise I've been super busy, so I'm not getting as much time, guitar playing time as I'd like. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Common. That's, that's it. That's what I've been, been doing. No, that's perfect. Totally perfect. That was concise. Yeah. It was on point. What's wrong with this show? This isn't the show. I mean. <laughs> I, uh, I've got a slight about problem with them. No, oh my God. Not Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk about him. Oh, uh, well, no. you're on the wrong podcast, sir. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be ejected early on. For some, somehow. About Chris O'Donnell. Some, I don't know how it happened, but there was a point in time where, for some reason, we kept bringing up the movie Vertical Limit. Yeah, and it's like, and it's, it's I don't think I've seen the movie Vertical Limit. Oh, it's worth it for how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big fan of terrible film. Okay, so picture it's been this. my favorite kind of films. Now, here we are okay. doing it again. Okay, I'm going to set up a little scenario for you yeah. before we continue with the what's going on this week thing. Uh, I'm going to watch it in my mind. You're going to tell me. I, uh, yes, I will try to see as vivid a picture as possible. In the, okay, in I'm the ready. Wilds of the Himalaya. Oh, Casper. <laughs> in the wilds of the Himalayas. <clears throat> A team sets out to rescue a stranded group of mountain climbers, one of which is the foxy sister of Chris O'Donnell. Who played that? I don't know. I can't remember either. I just remember as a 13-year-old boy, I thought she was foxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if I was that young. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bill Paxton and said lady, as well as a couple of others, get stranded on the mountain. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell and a group of... Uh, lovable but uh, misfit rescue would be rescuers set off to go rescue them. And they, do they end up eating Chris O'Donnell? No, no, no. Oh, damn. But for some reason, one of the key things that every member of this expedition takes with them because they needed it was jars, glass jars, glass jars. That's what of, that's what I take, man. Full of liquid nitroglycerin nitroglycerin oh for god's sake what, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? like are some films you think like what like did uh, at no point did anyone have the confidence to go this is this is stupid let's not 
Like that doesn't make any sense. Like I, I don't, it kills me when you watch a film. It's like why would this? Yeah. Why would any of this be? Happening? So this was right in the the heat of that like '90s and early 2000s. Like everything is extreme. <laughs> <laughs> and and can we get a ver- yeah can we get a X in this movie title somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so for some reason these this team goes up the mountain. Most of them die somehow in explosions because liquid nitrogen or uh, yeah. nitroglycerin. And uh, it's it's one of the the stupidest. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll watch it. I've, oh, yeah. I've yeah. like we have um me and a couple of friends have a a um. A terrible film night where oh, we watched uh, like this uh, will be. Have you watched them? Um, fit. Uh, that uh, will we'll, that will go on the list. But uh, have you watched any Canon films? You know, Canon like Canon made. Um, what did they make? I think they made Kickboxer uh, or the, oh. that one with Jean Claude Van Damme where yeah, yeah. Sport. ridiculous face. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. That's it. Bloodsport. Blood they made that, bet, but they made loads of films where they're all just like. What is going? Like everyone must have been out off their heads. Like just all the choices made are just the, the choices of dra- drug addicts. I've libelous thing to say, but there's no way that anyone was so. Oh, then then I've got to add films. another one to your list, and and it okay. pains me a little bit to say this because it is definitely it might be my favorite movie of all time, but I have to admit it is pretty campy. In the mid '80s. A BMX uh, movie was made by Hal Needham, stunt driver turned director extraordinaire. <laughs> Guy behind Smokey and the Bandit and, and that kind of stuff. Brilliant. And uh, it was all about a biker named Crew Jones, small town guy, and his quest to make it as a professional BMX racer slash stunt guy. And the movie's called Rad. Rad. It's already it's so, not rad. It's so good. It's it's. Oh, all right. I, I love it to pieces. I'll put that on my on my list. It's of, got one of those epic uh, '80s soundtracks, and uh, Aunt Becky from Full House is like the biggest star in it. Uh, excellent. Wow. Yeah. It's it's great. Oh, and it was filmed, I do love the rubbish film. Filmed near Calgary, Alberta. So I, I'm such a big fan of this movie that I have actually visited filming locations while on tours. Really. Yeah. With a solitary tear. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have friends with the main star on Facebook. <laughs> wow. I don't want to brag too much. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, I think you have bragged too much. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty Definitely. awesome. His name's Bill Allen. Uh, it's, he was good friends with Brandon Lee before Brandon Lee died. Wow. Yeah. He sounds this rad as well. I'll, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can friend him on Facebook. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, right, anyway, okay, so, <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, what have music, I been up to? Yeah, guitar and our music uh, this week, Al. Honestly, not a lot. Yeah. Uh, it has been so, uh, I'm going to reuse it, stonking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I use it. Uh, yeah, I just haven't wanted to touch anything or have anything pressed up against me that uh, wasn't cool air from an air conditioner. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, like we hit the uh, mid 40s in Celsius terms, which for 118 Americans, freedom units, yeah, it's it's pretty hot in freedom units. Um, 
Yeah, and then half our Ouch. province lit on fire yeah. immediately afterwards. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's hot. And I joked about things setting on fire because they don't in England. It's one, so wet. Yeah, <laughs> one of our one of our nicknames for the area we live is the Smokinoggin yep. instead of the Okanagan because it just did every year. We have forest fires like crazy. And, for, and oh, just the, the way the, the valley is kind of set up and the barometric pressures get when it gets really hot, the smoke just sits. And you're obviously not doing enough ice. raking. You need to be raking. Yeah, we need to be raking, <laughs> raking more. For us. Uh, yeah. Get those. Get your rakes out. If only we Come listen on. to Trump. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've we've already. Well, maybe gone. he could do that for his community service. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. We've we've already gotten the, uh, you know, evacuation warnings and stuff up at our place. And it's, oh man, yeah, it's it's so scary stuff. Uh, oh, I, I haven't played a lot of guitar. Um. Just because, uh, no, because you're just waiting to set on fire. Well, a little bit, yeah. Exactly. And, but if you hold it against yourself for more than a few seconds, oh, you immediately get a little layer of sweat right there, and it's just, uh, it's yeah, just gross. the most gross feeling. So I, uh, I've been doing a lot of looking at guitar stuff. Uh, I've been doing a lot of lusting at guitar stuff, but I haven't been doing a lot of playing. Yeah. <laughs> and that lust has been including your work there, Richard. Mm-hmm. By the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I like. Remote lust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's the uh, don't Google those. Two I was going to say yeah. there's the episode <laughs> <Yeah>. title. <laughs> oh, remote no. lust. Oh, There's lots boy. of people sticking controllers. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Boy. <laughs> oh. Okay, Casper. What about you, buddy? Uh, I've been doing a whole lot of the same as you, Al. Uh, it's so dang hot here that uh, I I turned my living room into a blanket fort. Um, with like a floor standing air conditioner, um, and all the oh. all the windows covered, everything covered up a and closed. Igloo. Yep, exactly right. And uh, that's the only real way that we got through the heat. Um, the rest of the house was a, a damn sauna. Yeah, but that it's... one room we got, we set up an airbed. Steph and I just put up an airbed, and we've been living in the living room with the dogs for the last like five days. <laughs> it's oh, it man. is so hot. Yeah, it's um, crazy. and even then, like I feel bad now. I've just been complaining of the no, weather in so well, where I am. It's, it's, it's so raining when, I, all when the time. I was young. We're gonna send you a T-shirt that says "What is hot?" Yeah, when I was when I was seventeen, I came to Europe, and it was like, wow, it is wet here. Like I spent <laughs> yeah, a week in a week in London. And it was like every, you know, how you get like after a rain, you get the like the tops of the sidewalk will dry, but then like the cracks will have like moistness around them, you know, and you can kind yeah, of tell. Yeah, that's all year round. Yeah, that's all the damn time there. <laughs> that's just oh, like, don't. did it Honestly. rain? No, no, it didn't rain. It was like, no, oh, it's just da- everything's it's just, just damp. The damp rest of the time, all the time. It's yeah. Just, it's, yeah, it's honestly garbage. <laughs> I've been literally going out of the house and shouting, it's June, and now it's July at the, at the sky. <laughs> it's June! What is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Is this like a ritual you do like all the time? Or? Yeah, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Just go out and shout I'm, at the I'm, weather. You know, I'm, now I'm picturing like the beginning of Edward Scissorhands. You know, when everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. like goes out exactly at the same time like. and mow their lawns, but it's just like a whole bunch of angry Englishmen just like coming out. No, of they're all mowing their lawns. Out of their well, they can't mow their lawns because it's too wet. It's June. What, what is wrong with you? But yeah, it's. Yeah, it's oh. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a like I had a barbecue a couple of weeks ago on the because I live by the sea. We were on the beach. And I was just like, oh, man, this is nice. And then just a storm cloud appeared on the horizon, and then just 
raced towards us as quickly as it could. It was thunder and lightning, and we all just got completely soaking wet. I threw a lit barbecue into a bin, knowing it wouldn't set on fire. Too wet. <laughs> you threw the whole barbecue away? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I ate the food. It was all poke rather than barbecue. <laughs> but you it was threw so wet. the barbecue away. Yeah, man. Just Well, it was a disposable one. It wasn't like a whole thing. Oh. It was like one of those... You know, like a char- basically it's charcoal in it. Yeah, it's like a, a little basically foil, a foil char- charcoal habachi. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can get them here. Well, you get, yeah, but you have them in England because there's no point in buying an actual barbecue. It's too wet. <laughs> well, and it would just rust. Everything would, just, would just disappear. One, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Buy a disposable one and just cut out the middleman, chuck it in the bin and cook it, cook everything in the oven. That's oh, what man. we do. Oh, no, it's we, it's we love our barbecues in Canada. Yeah. We're addicted to the, You know, speaking yeah, of... Yeah, we don't uh, even have to set... You don't even have to set any charcoal on fire. You could probably just go out and put it straight on the on the metal and <laughs> yeah. cook it like you, that. You can. There's, I, my, uh, my wife knows a guy who uh, every every day when he goes to work, he, he sets out a cookie tray on his dashboard and he puts out like three or four... Uh, balls of cookie dough on it so they cook while he's working. <laughs> That's oh my god. Yeah. I think it's genius. Because A, yeah, just eating an egg off the bottom of his cookies car. Every day. And his Pro- car smells like co- fresh cookies. Yeah, he's probably yeah. diabetic. And it's and he's using the uh, and he's using the environment because right. it's good. Yeah. He's a, win win. He's a, he's a, yeah. That's right. <laughs> It's like good for that's, him. That's genius. Yeah, slow cooking cookies in the car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in right. England, the equivalent of that would, would just be to I don't know, leave a cup outside with a tea bag in it and come out and be like, <laughs> "I've got cold tea." I'm gonna go put it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, there was a guy at the end of the the. So I live way out of town. Yeah, yeah. And and the road that you have to take to get to my place is, um. The main road, anyways, is very well driven by bikers and, and oh, car West Side, West Side Road. Yeah, yeah. At, right at the the top of West Side, at the north end of the road, um, which goes all the way down the lake, there was a guy sitting in a truck. I saw this for like uh, he was out there until the thirtieth, selling firewood in the middle of the worst record breaking heat wave this country has ever seen. In the middle of a fire ban. In the middle of fire season. Is he like a, like a, a real-life troll? <laughs> Must like, be. He, it was mocking just like... You. Mocking you? everyone. Like, just the... just And he was serious. He, he was dead. Like, he was like, I'm... Yeah, like, it I... Signs yeah. out with prices and I everything. I pulled up specifically to take a picture, because I was just so blown away by the stupidity. And he got out and was like ready to make a sale. <laughs> to, that must have been really awkward. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to say. I'm taking a picture of your active stupidity. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I, I, I snapped the picture and we drove away. And he was kind of like, Whoa. Yeah. but it was just like I, I had to have a documented memory of the, of this because like, there's going to be another forest yeah. fire if that hasn't maybe it started already. I don't know, and it's going to be because this guy sold tourists firewood. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of all this, anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, you know, I, was, uh, it's, I enjoy hearing about idiots. They're the, they're the, you know, the, the cost of idiots on on the planet is a great, great cost. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the, it's the, you know, it, it's the other, it's the unnamed pandemic, of, <laughs> you know, rising tide of morons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I I could not agree more. <laughs> it was good. 
<laughs> uh, rising Tide of Moron. That's another. That's good a good episode, episode right. title. Yeah. Name of my autobiography. You're a quotable. <laughs> you're a quotable uh, gentleman. Um, well, let's well, let's thanks. let's launch into it, man. Um, give us the give us the origin story, man. How'd you how'd you end up doing what you're doing? How did how did Richard at Indra oh. Guitars become Richard at Indra Guitars? Well, uh, uh, how far back do you want to go? No, let's uh, let's start. That's up <laughs> to you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was born in a small. No, anyway, I'm not going to do that. I um basically because I've I've had to think about this a couple of times because people asked me the question and I boiled it down to I'm arrogant and I'm cheap. Like, <laughs> that's, those are the those are the kind of fundamentals of. of of my business and who I am generally is I'm arrogant enough to think I could do that. And I'm cheap enough to think I'm going to pay for someone else to do that. I pretty much think, and I now know that I can't a lot of things. I pretty much think I can do anything. And I, so I started off, I played guitar for years and I wanted a Fender Jaguar. And I thought I can make that. Why not? With no, knowledge of anything at all and just thinking how difficult can it be pretty difficult um <laughs> and um yeah so yeah armed with arrogance and uh you know kind of tight-fisted attitude i just started hacking up old guitars and making you know may, trying to make guitars that i wanted and um it went all right it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a total disaster but it was a pretty steep learning curve. And then from there, I made guitars for friends and guitar students and stuff, uh, like kind of just at cost, so they'd pay for materials. And I just kind of learned what I was, you know, what I was doing, work out. Yeah, as I said before, like that thing of, I just look at everything and go, why why aren't, why aren't people building guitars like this? And then going, oh, because it's really really difficult and practical to do it like that. And um, uh, yeah, over the years, I guess I've kind of tried to, uh, you know, work out what things are really difficult and worth it, and what things are really difficult and not worth it. Um, and still, yes, definitely still working on that. But yeah, that's how I started. Just thinking, I could I could make a guitar. I'm sure it can't be that <laughs> difficult. Yeah, I think we've. There's, you know, you're not the first to to make that uh, leap of logic. Yeah. Um, although you might, yeah. you know, you're one of the rare folks that I think had that thought, went through with the thought, and then not only, you know, did it, but has become a world class guitar builder. I think that's a rare. Oh, to get to. You're, you're, oh, well, thanks. I mean, yeah, that's that's really kind to say. I, that, yeah, I, I don't know. I've definitely had my my failings, and it has been a yeah a pretty steep learning curve of thinking oh, I can I can do anything. I can make this in the most difficult way possible. And um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and and, and you you I don't I wouldn't say the most difficult way possible might might be the wrong way to put it, but you certainly are not giving yourself too many shortcuts in your in your builds, like you're. I think you're very well known for, you know, these, these highly contoured multi-level, um, 
tops to your bodies and obviously your your incredibly uh detailed and intricate um work on your pick guards and your knobs that kind of thing but you're you know so you're you're kind of, you're combining um combining yep i heard it combining i heard it too yep uh okay uh (laughs) (laughs) it's where you do a a combination of things but also then you add binding (laughs) and you do that too um (laughs) but you're you're combining a lot of of features that are typically like you know like a carve top for uh not naming any brands in particular but uh for a lot of brands and models a carve top is the feature of the model or yeah you know two-tone finishes will be the feature um where so i think that's where you're you're creating kind of a high art plus high function um and and yeah i'm throwing it all in there yeah yeah (laughs) because you've got intricately carved and like really carved off not like slightly rounded like a lot you know like yeah some less balls um yeah but these are deep contours and then you're you know these intricate pick cards that you're doing well you're you're creating a whole layer just for that um, yeah I'm, I'm really into into that i come I, I come at it massively from a design point of view so i, I think when i started building guitars i i because I, I have a bit of an art background i'm it, like it, it starts there with you know what I, I do it on paper and work out what I'm going to do. And then I, that's why it's a steep learning curve is because then I go, okay, and now you're going to make that. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, you've come up with a, you've come up with some really difficult stuff to realize there. And um, yeah, it can, it can be really tricky, but I think, yeah, I throw everything in. I'm like, well, I mean, why go halfway? Yeah. The results are worth it, man. Oh, I mean, man. I, I, oh, well, thanks very much. So uh, something that I find really, really fascinating too, and like I was saying about, you know, you've got multi-layer, um, multi-contour, you know, high art involved in the pickguards, but you're taking some of these things, some of these guitars you build are from very familiar shapes, you know, things that we can recognize. They don't obviously look like, you know, say a Strat or a Tele or anything like that, but you can see the bones or the, the DNA of, yeah. of that idea um, worked into all of these other incredibly artistic forms um, of what you, of, of how you're, you're building and, you know, the, the finishing of, of, you know, wood A and wood B and then combining them together so that you get this crazy contrast, but you don't have, it's obviously not a, a, a laminated together, then finish it kind of idea. You can see the deep, contrast between them because they are two separate pieces it's like wow. yeah just wow i told oh, you i was gonna do much. this i told you yeah yeah you didn't actually well no but yeah. i'm just i'm just making a statement it wasn't really a question i'm just i'm, I, I'm I guess really the, enjoying it i guess the, <laughs> i guess if i, I had to make a question time. out of that it's uh what in what inspires that that to take something familiar and to break it down into a totally unfamiliar thing and make it what you've made it. Where did the inspiration come from to, you know, say build a strat style looking shape and then, uh, you know, break it apart in the ways that you have to make it. Well, I totally think unique. I, I, I think, I mean, partially, um, like I got commissioned to, to do the, the strat model. Someone asked me to do it. And I think that was actually, that was actually something I, I think I'd said before on a podcast 
why would you make a strap? <laughs> Everyone made, you know, Fender makes straps, and I and I kind of stand by the one aspect of that is that I I never wanted to try and you know be more Fender than Fender. Like I I I, I really respect those builders that kind of see the classics and go i think i can i think i can do that and i think i can you know bring out the best aspects of it and you know in a way do it better for me i just think they've that's been done and uh, i don't really want to play on the same playing field as 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 the you know one because they've got enormous resources they've got the kind of heritage behind them that you know that you're not going to be more Fender than Fender, so why why do that? Do something do something different. But the fact is, there are you know there's a reason why those are really popular guitars is because they've got that design right. Like that design is excellent, and I uh, people want people want that people people want that. And if I can do something that is you know a design that's so strong. You've got to work really hard to make something that is recognizable as it, but not, you know, but also still interesting and still different. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really, you know, I find that really interesting, that that kind of thing of like that strap shape. And you can push, you know, a couple of millimeters one way or the other. And it's like all of a sudden it, it looks wrong because you're so used to seeing it, you know, what that one way. Do you know what I mean? Like you kind of, mm-hmm. yep. it's like that pattern is ingrained in your mind. So if you mess around with it too much, all of a sudden it just, it doesn't look like anything new. It looks like a strat gone wrong. You know, um, I think that's a testament to, you know, if we can, if we can uh, praise another builder in your podcast here, um, I think that's a testament to, to uh, uh, the engineering and the, the thoughtful design that Leo Fender put into his work mm. yeah because these things I mean, were so focused on practicality on engineering yeah. and on being um quality instruments that were also mass producible because they had to be yeah. mass producible mm-hmm. um you know they're they're it's it's form follows function and that's that's the legacy of fender is is there was so much about the function that the form kind yeah. of evolved from that and so when you start trying to push that um, form. Uh, yeah, there's not many places you can go. You, can, you can't not, take not... it too far because uh, you start losing that function. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah, when you uh, think about the most tricked out um, high performance guitars or quote unquote super strats um, that, you know, players can do literally anything on. You look at those things, and and if you squint a little bit, it's like that's that's still a strat. <laughs> it yeah. really hasn't gone that far from that. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't move mu- you can't move much of the foundations there yeah. at all. And that and for me that that makes the design process difficult, but but really interesting. And it gives you you know if you get it right, which I'm not completely sure I have, but like you, it gives you a lot of freedom because because people know the shape. It's like that thing of you know, if you've got a really strong or recognizable melody, you can really mess around with it because people know where they are. You know, they really, mm-hmm. it's so familiar yeah. that that, you know, in some, in one way, that's a real 
you know, that can be a curse and it can be really, it can really tie you down. But, but at the same time, you've got such a familiar foundation that you can really play with it because people still know what they're looking at. Yeah, I, I think. I, I think, you know, limitations don't limit art. They just, they just funnel it, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. If you're going to make an airplane and, and you're going to give yourself a few basic airplane rules, rigid wing, engine, cockpit, wheels for landing on well you're gonna have you're gonna have a few things that are, that are just universal those 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 wings are gonna be there the wheels are gonna be there the engine's gonna be there somewhere for a pilot to sit and then you're gonna have a couple more things that just in order to operate it will have to be there it's gonna have flaps it's gonna have ailerons ailerons those are those are just gonna be there but that doesn't mean your plane can't look different and can't like be styled completely different and have its own thing and i think that's what you're bringing to your builds uh this is a really long road to a short thought um yeah, i'm enjoying I, it i'm i'm used to it yeah. i'm having a great time uh, anybody listening to the show is just like yeah i'll get and <laughs> um, but i i think that's what you're bringing to your builds is is you're taking you're you're not worried so much if i may suppose a few things about you or assume a few things about you feel free it does not feel like you're worried too much about Pushing the envelope of a basic strat shape, or you know your your single cut shape that you've uh, you've had out for a little bit now, not one of the more recent things you've released. You do have some completely unique shapes that I I can't compare to other things. Um, but what feels like what your primary concern as a as a luthier is um, is that that background in art is really coming out in your work where you're. Yeah. You're you're giving everything, um, the injured guitars treatment in the sense of like it, it's so stylistic. As uh, yeah, you know, I, as a, I think so. You could look at it at well, one of, at some of your guitars and be like, "Well, that's a basic Strat," and you've even posted, you know, "Happy Stratter Day" with that exact <laughs> yeah <laughs> that guitar. Um, but to call it a Strat is like, oh, oh okay, yeah, I mean. We could call all cars Model Ts, I guess, but um, when you call them cars, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make them the same, yeah. Uh, you know, you've you've really pushed the envelope in, in in design and art in guitars, and and I I am mind blown by it because uh, oh, it's a really hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is your background in, in art? Because it, it's it's very oh. obvious for anybody looking at your guitars from any amount of distance that like there's a high artistic background coming to your work. I okay, well, I guess so. I, I mean, I've always been artistic and really focused on that. I think partially because uh, like I, well, uh, I just. It was naturally something I was drawn to. I think of myself as being naturally artistic and not naturally musical. And I, I think it's really interesting, actually, to to because I got into music later, later, and well, not super late, like when I was a late teens, I guess. But it's really interesting to see how to, you know how if you really you know what natural talent does for your understanding of something like i really love my relationship with music and that i definitely come from a background of not having a natural talent in it 
So it's, you know, it doesn't mean that I can't make decent music, I can't play or write guitar, but like I, I, I don't feel at home there in the same way that I see other, you know, other guitarists that I grew up around where it's just like, I can see that they see music the way I see art, where it's just like, that just, this all just makes sense to me. Like, this is all quite obvious. Like, I'm not an amazing artist, like I'm not an amazing musician, but art makes sense to me and I could be best, better than I am at it because it just all it is like my language, whereas music isn't my language. And I, and I think that makes me enjoy it a bit more actually because i'm because i'm still wowed still wowed like i'll make i'll do a series of chord changes that most people could just identify and go that's this progression and i'm like wow my magic i've done something i've done something crazy i put that chord next to that chord and i had no idea that it was gonna produce that result whereas yeah, uh, yeah I, I, you know i can appreciate that there's a certain uh freedom and unfamiliarity yeah I don't think I answered the question there at all. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> was there a question? I, I'm not, uh, I it, you said what was my artistic background, and I just whittled on about what you know, not being a very good musician or artist, but being better at one than the other. It's fascinating, I'm sure, but not <laughs> the answer. But basically, I was academically garbage at school, and I was all right at art, and so I just really leaned into it. And everything I did was drawing and painting. And then I, I eventually did a degree in art and design a bit later in life. But it's a, that's just my thing. Like I'm nat- naturally really into line and drawing and just playing with shapes. And, and yeah, I, I, like I'm definitely an artist first and a guitar maker second. I, you know, the, my artistic ideas are the, are the lead and my guitar building abilities have to catch up with that because I, when I, I, I'm kind of, it's balancing out a little bit now because I've got a bit more experience and I'm a bit more focused, but certainly when I first started, the design was, I had no consideration of how I was going to pull something off. I would just design it and then go, right, well, now you've got to build it. And then, you know, sometimes it's really, really difficult. And you're thinking, whoever came up with this design was some kind of <laughs> And then you realize that it was you. <laughs> and you're there with your chisels going, right, okay, yeah, now he wants me to make that a stupid shape that doesn't fit into any kind of form, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm massively led by the design. On paper, I'm like, woohoo! Got this idea, and it'll be this shape, and this will all be this will all be crazy, and that'll be a different level to that. And yeah, and then I get to actually do it and go, oh no, this is terribly hard work. <laughs> <laughs> we we are uh, we are the architects of our own destruction. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, I'm a big dreamer in design and then i suffer terribly in the workshop that i've just uh i mean you've already clarified that you were an artist so i think you just you just reiterated that and that's yeah yeah i must suffer for my that that is art that's right yeah that's it 
That's it. That's... <laughs> we're all going to suffer anyway. Might as well, you know, do it. Suffer doing something. <laughs> do it. Let's do it with some nice humbuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you, you have, um, you have these incredible high art guitars. You have these uh, incredible uh, form pushing instruments. Oh man, I'm blushing. I, I you think, can't uh, see, but I am. Oh man, listen. <laughs> if if you want ego stroking, you are on the right. You are show. on the right yeah. show. Yeah. I do. Can, want can we it. talk it's about the... the Avant, the transparent black one? Well, we got we got a lot. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, like, could... you know, you you seem to do more of, than almost anything, which is crazy to me because your builds are insane. Mm. But you seem to do almost more. Pick arts for people. Yeah. In- yeah including yeah, including me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, including you. <laughs> yeah, I do I do. I do a lot of, of that kind of kind of stuff because it, I mean, um, I think if you're really set up for it, like custom build stuff is is okay. But for me it, it's it's pretty it's pretty stressful. I'm it's just me on my own and I've got a little room and i i the the kind of artistic design side of things can be a bit of a blessing and a curse like sometimes i get someone come to me and say oh i want you to build me this and i'll go no that's bad <laughs> I won't do it. And, um, and uh yeah it's, it's tough i mean so I, no triple neck indra's coming anytime soon no no i like i <laughs> i i'm trying i'm trying actually to kind of go down a more a more not not simpler but pairing things down to what what is really good and really matters like there there are some really difficult things i've done in the past that you know i've I've worked out, I've done a kind of cost to benefit ratio and gone in tears. That was not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the pit guards, I, I actually, well, I know I made pit guards for myself and that must have been how I started doing it. I'm not sure how I started making pit guards for other people, but I, I must have. But somebody I don't, I don't know where saw I, one and went, oh my God, I want and that. And said, oh, can you do that? Yeah. Because. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's i mean in terms of you know custom custom guitar building is for me anyway really high stress hand to mouth and a lot of pressure like you you know you at the end of building a you know if you're doing a custom guitar you don't necessarily know how it's all gonna work and how it's all gonna come together at the end you're balancing the fact that you know you're working usually with a design that you haven't done before usually with ideas that aren't necessarily yours so you've got a lot of stuff up in the air and a lot of you know work and money hanging in the balance and you know those last couple of weeks where you're finishing up a guitar and making it all all work is um stressful really stressful and i I do enjoy doing, but I the pitguards thing is much more straightforward and much more in my wheelhouse. In that it, you know, it's more far more design led, and I can 
I've really enjoyed doing, you know, doing designs for people and making pick cards. And then you've got, you know, you're sending them in the post. It's not the, you know, you're not packing off six months of your life to a UPS guy who yeah, yeah. just chucks it on the trolley and you're like, they're going, yeah, thanks, mate. Just lob it in the back of a van. Like, yeah, that might as well be me in a coffin when you're doing that. Like, I'm just, yeah, we've lost it. But yeah, so pit guards are a big, a big part of what I do. A really big part. And and the other thing is, like, there's a lot more people that can afford a pit guard than can afford a custom guitar. Yeah, oh sure, yeah. And yeah, you can make something. You can. It, they're kind of. Someone said to me the other day, they're like tattoos for your guitar. And it's like, yeah, they are. Like you can make your, you can personalize your guitar in a way that actually, in terms of uh, what's available, in the kind of the aftermarket, there isn't much. And if you've got something that isn't standard, then there isn't anything. Like yeah, you, yeah. you know, there's, there's so many guitars out there that it's like, even if you just want to change the color of the pickguard, you can't because no one sells them well you know for me uh, um your pick guards are a wonderful way of you know because i am such a crazy huge fan of what you're doing i I love your work so much i love your artistic do go on oh (laughs) you're handsome you're clear so virile Uh, your sperm count is off the charts about me all the time <laughs> no, no just, you're joking, but I'm having a great time. I'm, I'm not joking. Your sperm said, count is amazing. I shouldn't have said laughing it up in conjunction with sperm count. <laughs> Those two phrases shouldn't go together. No, that's true. Um, no, yeah. oh, you made myself feel a little queasy. You're, <laughs> you're queasy. I had to count them individually. Hey, listen, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, those little fellows do not herd well. Um, <laughs> Casper's just, he, he's done. The headphones are off. He's just he, he's weeping. He's, <laughs> remember this? There's a couple of episodes ago. I said, you need supervision. Yeah. I don't want to be it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, buddy, this uh, is the show. This is, this is it. I'm not getting more mature. I'm turning 40 this year. Yeah, you are I'm, on a downhill. I am not getting more mature. We're, no. I peaked. Who um, wants to get more mature? I don't know, like, man. Just uh, is, there, is there anyone out there going, God, I, you know what? I love hanging out with that guy. He's so mature. Yeah, that that kind of Who's stuff is for duddling numpties. I don't, know, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> duddling numpties. <laughs> the name of your next band. <laughs> that is a great band name. It is a good band name. Yeah. Um, okay, but it's so got to be, it's got to be a surname, and then the duddling numpties. <laughs> okay, I had a, I had a point I was getting at. So I love your okay. art. I love your your vision. I love your style. I love the my sperm count. The way count. your sperm <laughs> count just really yeah. love it. Right up there. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you have no idea the faces oh. Casper is making right now. He's loving all those firm count jokes. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, of course he does. Who wouldn't? Oh my gosh. Um, for me, these pit guards are an incredible opportunity, uh, and I feel incredibly grateful, by the way, that I'm I'm getting one of your pit guards. Um, you are. Uh, um, it's in the works. And I'm. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Uh, to me, it's a wonderful way for for people who will love what you're doing to get a little bit of a little piece of 
of that Indra guitars spirit and be a part of that community yeah. because you know, uh, realistically, and there's just no avoidable way to do it. Realistically, a custom guitar is out of reach for most people. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. You, you might is. get lucky and get one or two of those in your lifetime because you know, that's, as Casper looks around and goes, I have, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, oh, man, your kids are undereducated. And <laughs> <laughs> Someone's definitely malnourished. <laughs> but daddy's got a heck of a collection. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's just, I'm saying most people uh, on average, you know, yeah. there's exceptions. No, I think, uh, it's, it's true. And, uh, and I, I think it's, about what you you want to do i i i quite want to you know work with a lot of people and make you know do lots of different stuff and i i mean there's a business aspect to it as well which is that you know there's nothing the two are mutually exclusive there's nothing stopping you from selling a you know really expensive guitar to someone who's got the money and also selling you know stuff that's in the middle or in the lower range to you know the vast majority who don't have that money or even if they do have that kind of money don't want to spend it on that and um yeah i like that and i and i i don't know i like i i kind of think it's really nice to be able to personalize stuff and make it make it unique and yours and it's really interesting like the people i work with like the vast vast majority of my clients are really nice and have really interesting ideas and you know i did a actually did a another interview for a guy called steve who runs uh, effects pedal planet i might have got that wrong but anyway um i'm sorry and i did, did a, another a podcast pe- i know sorry it's just gonna hang up uh, and, hey, and just go, delete this it. recording oh who the hell does that guy think he is i thought we were exclusive <laughs> yeah well. i didn't realize that that's how podcasts work oh they're like a monog- monogamous relationship <laughs> i'm a i'm a um i'm a podcast bigamist <laughs> <laughs> A pogamist. Uh, I think the term you're looking for is podcast slut. Oh, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, yeah, anyway, so I made a pick up for him, and he emailed me that really nice nice message, but basically his, his mom died, and, and he wanted to build a guitar in tribute to her, and so he told me all about her and the things that she liked, and uh, and it's just one of those things. It's just like this is so cool. Like uh, you know, I'm only only involved in it in a tangential way. But it's just like you're you're doing something that you know. But I'm not doing it. He's doing something that's so nice and so sweet. And I'm tangentially able to be involved in that. And that that's really that's really cool. I yeah, that is really awesome. Yeah, I really I like it. It's it's um yeah, and uh, and then you just have people who have really crazy ideas and um yeah some of them have me you know scratching my head for a while someone will say oh can you actually i'm not going to come up with an example because it'll be like naming names I'm, um i'm glad i interrupted uh, all that that beautiful story about the tribute to his past mother with my podcast jealousy yeah I'm mate, glad i that think was you're right the- <laughs> I think when you listen back, it'll reflect very well on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really good. You'll definitely come off the, the bigger guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Australian. Just cut it, cut it out, and you know, cut together some other, you know. You know, Asper cuts out everything I say. We would have like a ten-minute podcast. <laughs> instead yeah, of, instead this of is an hour. From Andrew guitars. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you just cut it together so it says, I make guitar. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see you later. And then at the end, <laughs> high sperm count. Just to in, <laughs> no. In, in, <laughs> 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 I make guitars oh, and have a high sperm man. count. That, oh, man. The, the, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get us back on track. I just thought of a great episode. Yeah, I think right. you should probably just, just, I just uh, high sperm yeah. count. Right. Dudley it was Dudley from scratch. Oh, I am not actually putting that on the episode. Just so, you know, I will come up with something else. Um, so let's, I just, I actually have a question about your process um, because you do, okay. you do send up uh, like you put on your Instagram, some, some renderings of, you know, pick guards and their designs and things. Yeah. Are you using that as like, uh, is that an actual like CNC template, and that you're you're you know um, manufacturing them in that way, or are you are you like this seems like such a humongous volume of work? Yeah, that, I, so I you... do. I have different a couple of different techniques, but I, I mean, I used to do a lot more chemical etching, so that's like using photoresist um, uh, uh, transfer stuff and etching with chemicals, mm-hmm. and um. I don't do that so much at the moment because it's really, um, it's quite a hit and miss. It has a, it produces a really great effect, but it's, but it's quite difficult. And at the moment, I've got quite tight turnaround times and uh, quite a lot going on. So I do a bit of, I do some CNC and some by hand work, depending on what the nature of it is. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, if it's more gestural than it, but then it might have a bit more hand, hand done stuff. But a lot of stuff is done CNC. Um, because it's yeah, well, because it works. Because it's yeah, it works it's, and it's reliable. Yeah, it's consistent. Um, that would that would be my because yeah. that's like, yeah. that's where my question was stemming from is because the consistency of your work is through the roof, and some of the oh, design so work and some of the, you know, I'm I'm looking at the um, oh, who's the guy from Halloween? I'm looking at the face that you did on that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. What's the guy's name? Jason Voorhees. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that pick guard is scary. Like, that that pick guard carries a lot of artistic emotion along with it. And so um, the the time spent... I did everything in the dark. The whole thing I did under cover of darkness. (laughs) Yeah. Good. I was terrified (laughs) the whole time. Set the mood, right? And it's just staring at you with those blank holes where his eyes should be... That's right. <laughs> but um, my, the fact that my hands are trembling the whole time I was making it infuses it with a real sense of terror. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well done, well done, sir. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Yeah, it's a, it, but it's, uh, you've got so much of you know really really concise geometric work. Uh, you know the, the accuracy of those. I was that's why I'm asking if it was a CNC uh, or yeah. that is. Well, CNC I really lean into the, that kind of thing yeah. for, the, for the CNC because it's like, well, that like. It, it does that. It does that really, really well, and yeah. and and it's. I, I really like geometric stuff. I really, um, yeah, I'm really into the into that kind of thing. So and yeah, a lot of the stuff I do is designed on the computer, and yeah, it's 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 nice. It's really satisfying and crisp. You, know? yeah. you, yeah, you do kind of, you do have a cheeky style too. You really get that like that mix of geometric and metaphysical and then just the occasional like 
swallow. You really kind of put your own little sense <laughs> yeah. of humor in there, and <laughs> a tiny little bird, yeah. and like always, like yeah, yeah, it's super. It's. Oh, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you think so. It's it's really weird because you like the um, I don't know the, the social media thing, uh, uh, and you know when you said, oh, you know, we've been I, I've been a fan for ages, and uh, and um, that's amazing. I'm so so glad to hear it. But, you just uh, I don't I don't have any idea. Like you know, I'm just in a room on my own making yeah. stuff, and yeah, it's it, it, yeah. What you were saying about the kind of the what did you say? Something about a village, the global village. Global village. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's really weird the way that it's kind of there and not there. Kind of, I find it really weird actually talking to people, you know, online and being like, oh, you're you're real. Like you're not just a you know a series of emails. Like it's yeah. it's really strange because you yeah, get no. yeah it's really I I really like it but it's weird. yeah it's weird to think you know there's a couple of guys sweltering in the heat in Canada really liking my work what a <laughs> what a weird world we live in yeah uh, you know it's and it's 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 that that village is getting smaller and smaller and smaller because our communication services get better and better internet brings everything closer and closer together even even things like uh, even though i'm not a huge fan of, of amazon and, and what it does um but things like amazon that you know you order a product and it's there next day like that that all brings this global village uh smaller and smaller and smaller and yeah it's weird isn't and, it? you know like what we do on the show here would not have been possible even 10 years ago no there wouldn't yeah, have been, there this... wouldn't have been the infrastructure in nope. place to to really for us recording us talking to someone in the basement to like put it out to the world. I don't think 10 years ago, I mean, podcasts were a thing. Like, yeah, but, but I think but this international like interview thing we do and, and, and the, the cost of it would have been, I mean, that's, the, that's the sh- what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The cost of it now <laughs> is enough to like, <laughs> it's, I mean, it has both of us shaking our heads some days, right? Like, it's just like, it's a lot of time and, and we've definitely put some money into this and, and, uh, 10 years ago, I'm sure the, the cost would have been just, I mean, the cost of doing an international podcast 10 years ago would have been just. Could you imagine if we had to make these, this a phone call? <laughs> yeah. So imagine, okay, so talking on the phone with someone on the other side of the planet. Yeah, and I'd would, be there thinking every there time I've said crazy down, delay. That's cost me 50p. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, $200 phone call at once a week. Yep. It would, just, it would be totally impossible to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's 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 um, it's great. It's, I, I I love it, and I find it. I also find it really weird and satisfying that you you know kind of making guitar parts for people, and then they're just on the other side of the world. Like yeah, it's and, and really it's, weird. It's led to this like, you know, I've uh, we've said a bunch of times on the show like it's led to this like new golden era of guitar and pedal and amp making like. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it has allowed indie builders to flourish like no other time before. Because any other time... Yeah, because you can... You go know, on. No, I was just going to say, any other time prior yeah. to the internet, to to make a name as a guitar builder took incredible effort. There was two ways of yeah, doing it. Yeah, and now you can be your own little PR machine. Yeah, because yeah. you had to either go uh, the factory route and you had to be a large maker, or you had to become Zomatis. And I think... You end up in 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 previous, you know, an indie builder would end up more as a regional hero. You know, you would have your 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 local kind of following, and if you had some, you know, outside of the your 
say within a hundred miles of your of your facility or your or your workshop, um, that would be kind of an anomalous thing. It would be like a total anomaly to have this, like you know, someone from four or five hundred miles away that found out about it. It, it social media has brought literally the entire world yeah to your screen yeah you can see anything you know it's like like i say man um the the first time i ever saw one of your guitars was uh an event um yeah the the black Uh the black ash and the and the aluminum hardware man that just stunned me i was like i sent the picture to al and was like holy god look at this He's like, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, you knew about this? You didn't tell me? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, holy crap, man. Um, so, and, oh, man. and yeah, that was a great build. Oh, yeah. You've taken I some. I need to do another one, my man. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy that might want one. Um, you have. <laughs> and goodbye, third son's college hopes and dreams. Yeah, your kids are just in the background going, please, daddy, no. <laughs> da- daddy, oh, I need man. new shoes. It's, you guys yeah. are real funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm but uh, no, I, like, <laughs> you're totally re- derailing my, like, hey, man, I really love this thing you're doing. Ow. <laughs> Yeah, you're telling me I'm doing something really nice, and I'm mocking your <laughs> mocking your parenting skills. It's okay. Al, Al actually does it all the like time. That, huh? It's not a big deal. It's true. Um, His sons aren't going. Yeah, but I don't even know you, and you're being and you're being really nice. I'm sure you and Al have built up a relationship. I just turned up on your podcast and told you you're a terrible parent. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you, you are. You fit in wonderfully. Yeah, man. yeah, you really do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you, I mean, this whole thing that, well, I only know that you're a parent because we were talking about you talking about kicking a baby into a canyon for a guitar. <laughs> So was, like, it's not completely... <laughs> that's funny that that's me now when it's al actually I, said he I was gonna do that, that. Oh, it was yeah. you. no it was it was al said, said he that would a couple times couple times. Times. okay yeah. al you're a bad guy but Kasper, you know I for the record i would kick a baby into a canyon for one of your guitars on the record yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. That's gonna. That's going right up on the website. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right at the bottom of the price man, list. In quotes. <laughs> Al, the culture guitarist. Said. Yeah. Testimonials, and then that's maybe a, just a little sketch of you booting I mean, a baby. I would. Of, I would yeah. hopefully not have to literally kick a baby into a canyon, but the 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 basic spirit of the statement is just that I would do horrible and slightly debaucherous things, even to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll stick with money. I think it's easier um, all yeah. round. Well, maybe for you, <laughs> for you, sir. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't just, have money. Yeah. All I have is charm and this incredibly desirable body. <laughs> He's an Adonis, really. <laughs> I'll let you motorboat me in exchange oh. for. It. Oh man! I'm out. Just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a nice offer. Well, uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> Especially after talking about how hot and sweaty it is here right now. Yeah, it's oh, really, I we really got to move on. You painted a, you painted a beautiful picture. Yeah, oh, really? I can bury my face yeah. in your chest if I give you a guitar. I'll think about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just stick with the pick guards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. I'm sorry. All right, that one was... Uh, I, I I think we all owe each other an apology, but uh, yeah. that's, well, we could just move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so the pick guards, mm-hmm. uh, I got to say, yeah. man, you have nailed this perfection level with your pick guards because I'm not a fan of uh, too much. 
and and when like I I, I don't understand like how do I how do I put this without sounding like an absolute jerk? Um, no, just go for it. All right, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> no, no, wave off, wave, wave off, <laughs> pull up. <Yeah. laughs> the, the artificial horizon is lying. Pull up. Um, no, I, I, you know, okay. So I survived the uh, the early aughties, as it were, of new metal and and terrible bands. Like I'm not going to name any bands, but just you know, I was I, that was a. My early twenties, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so a common thing I saw was people swapping out their pick guards for diamond plate, or things oh, like yeah. that, or yeah. you know the shattered mirror pick guards or that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was always like, you know, there's something to be said for subtlety here, fellas. Uh, like, yeah, you know. And somehow your pick guards, despite being incredibly elaborate art pieces, all in their own mm-hmm. right, are also you deliver them so subtly that I have not seen one yet where I'm like too much, even though the things are covered with. Yeah. I, uh, it's that. I mean, it can be, it can be tricky to get that balance, but I, I think like, I don't know. You've got to try and keep in mind that you're, you know, it's a different kind of, it's, it's a different kind of art in the, you know, if you can't, if you, if you come from, you know, an artistic background of, you know, just producing art, it's just like that. It stands on its own. So you do a painting, whatever, it may might have a frame, but basically it's self-contained. It justifies itself. With pit guards, it's slightly different because it's just like, well, it, you know, it, it's going on to a guitar. It's sitting in a different context. And so you've got to kind of try and find a way for that to work where it's not, you know, I think that's the problem with, you know, something like a, shattered mirror pick garden you know i mean maybe that maybe that's fine but it's just like it just looks weird because it's out of context it's just it doesn't like why is there a shattered mirror on a guitar like, it doesn't it doesn't fit uh, and you've got to try and kind of and pick, pick guards generally should you know fit with the shape of the guitar and so if you can fit with that shape uh, and i've really you can see from guitar designs i really like lines inside lines like all that kind of mm-hmm. thing just taking an outline and then re-outlining that with a different curve which is yeah i i actually i think i all of the guitars that have done that came originally from that avant design where uh, the so the basis of that design was a re- really good friend of mine bought and reconditioned a Citroen traction Avant, um, which is the, actually, I'm pretty sure it's the car the Nazis drove around in, but it's an amazing <laughs> car. It's a, like, it was a, at the time, I know not, not much about cars, but at the time it was um, really groundbreaking. Uh, I think it's, I think it was the first, oh, I'm going to get it wrong, so I won't bother saying it, but it was a groundbreaking guitar and the design on it is incredible. Like it's got unbelievable lines. So, so beautiful and quite minimalist in a way. Like there's not a huge amount going on. And, but yeah, it's got all these beautiful curves in it. And that's what made me, you know, I, the, the original design for that I did and I gave it to the guy and he went, can you make it look more like the car? And I was like, yeah, at the time, you know, you're like, 
what do you want me to do? Put wheels on it? Like, <laughs> like Christ. I, don't, I mean, I, like, yeah, it's very difficult to make something look more like a, a car while also being a car. But it was great. It was really, it was really good that he pushed me to do that. It took me ages to actually get the design till I was happy with it. But that, you know, if you think about that guitar, or, you know, in a, in the playing position, so horizontal, like the the that front arc of the the actual outline of the guitar mimics the front the bonnet and the and going up onto the windscreen mm -hmm. and then the other one imitates the wheel arc and so that and after that uh, all all like a lot of my guitar design went that way where it's like you're just putting other lines into the into the shape kind of reimagining the shape and kind of offsetting is is really interesting and, and creates a really interesting effect i think and um and yeah in terms of pit guard design you also need to think in that way that you're you you still need to be bouncing off the actual design of the guitar it's all very well coming up with your design but if that doesn't sit well in context with the whole guitar then it's just going to look it's just going to look stupid you can, you know you can't just you know stick a painting on a guitar and then you know you 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 ended up with something that's less than the sum of its part. Yeah. And you, yeah, you, does that make sense? It yeah. Waffly, and it, it? It's, it's but, the way that the yeah. designs and what you create, how it blends into the entire canvas that is the guitar. Cause like, yeah, if I would, if I would look at it and be like, Oh man, the pick guard is the centerpiece of this instrument then it's taking away from the rest of it, you know? Yeah. Um, it all needs so, to, see, it all needs to work in harmony. Yeah. And, and I think that's mm -hmm. the, that's the, what we're, or what I see from it is that it, it, the subtlety of how it fits the entire axe is what really brings the most to it is it's not oh, well, powering the whole thing. It's, it's literally creating a, an, a, a piece of high art that fits, fits the machine itself and i don't oh, know how, how well, yeah i hope, I, I, hope I can that, do that i'm sure yeah. there are times when i haven't done that but yeah that that's definitely what i'm going for for on the but, most yeah. part on the mo I'm, I'm just scrolling through instagram right now i'm not seeing anything that's like oh yeah no that's <laughs> you're gonna go whoa there actually <laughs> hold on back here in open. september yeah. of no <laughs> yeah man you completely dropped the ball there yeah no, but yeah. uh, it's a it's a it's a fine it's a fine line you're you're walking in, and I don't I don't see you deviating from it, and it's it's quite it's quite refreshing to have uh, oh, uh, something so pretty and so um, elegant actually um, not trying to steal the the whole show, but really just you know upping the the value of you know the sum of everything. Oh well, thanks very much. That's that's very kind. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean that's definitely yeah what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to go for. You really um, you really nailed the spirit of of, of context. Yeah. You know, you you, oh, you when when you. people swap pickguards out for a diamond plate pickguard, um, maybe that makes sense on an explorer in a Slipknot band or something like style Slipknot style band or something like that. But when you say to get back to the shattered mirror thing, when you swap out a tele pickguard for a mirror pickguard that has a shattered mirror look to it, well, that 
that probably isn't going to. It just takes away from the guitar, doesn't it? Just, it? Just, it just you're just looking yeah. at something going. Oh well, that's you know. But doing also it in there. context, like we we've had Alex from Morningstar Glass Guitars on the show, and his guitars are literally oh, wow. made of glass. Yep. And when he puts a shattered mirror inside one of his guitars for that effect inside the glass, yeah, it's stunning. It looks amazing. So, I haven't seen that. I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he's that's Morning so cool. Star, Morningstar really cool. Glass Guitars. You yeah. gotta check that out. He actually right. put in a I'll guitar into the Great Guitar Build Off 2021. Yeah, his, oh, first, really? his first single cut style design. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, I'm oh, cool. still dying. I want to get one of his guitar necks just to, yep. I just want to know. Um, so the, is the neck made of glass as well? Everything. Yeah. He makes 100% of the guitar <laughs> that can be glass is glass. That's amazing. He's actually right, right now working on, uh, it's funny, he's going the other way now where he's been working on a wooden neck to put on glass guitar bodies. Yep. So that he can bring his costs and labor mm. down and stuff. Yeah, but you fair can, enough. you can just if a person wants to, they can go to him and just be like, "I'd like one glass guitar neck for my Strat, please," and he'll he'll, he'll build you one. one. Yep. Bloody hell, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Amazing. I'm going to check that out. What a what a wizard. Yeah, he's he's got he uh, he's got several uh, really killer YouTube videos up mm-hmm. of him building these things and. And playing them. And playing them. And, yep. uh, and freaking yeah. you out by standing on the neck and stuff. Oh, and like, oh my God. Oh, yeah, like, oh, man. Casper oh, man. and I watched oh. that. We both just like, oh, God, just stop. Don't, you're going to burst an artery in that thing. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Can you imagine if that went wrong? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this, guys. He's been the first person to say, and I think he said it when we had him on the show. Like, he's like, the problem with building glass guitars is when I make a mistake, I can't always correct it yeah. i usually yeah. have to just start over yeah oh, very man. unforgiving in that way yeah <laughs> so, yeah oh, i've got to check that out yeah like <laughs> if he's if he's shaping a guitar neck and he and he cracks it it's like well and it's like neck now. <laughs> down to yeah. some i think he was telling us about um you know because he's got to drill the holes for um for anchor points if he's going to be putting it if it's a bolt on neck yeah. he has to drill out and then and oh then um and then UV adhere um, anchors into these holes. And, and if that, like that is the last step. And if <laughs> oh, he no. blows yeah. one of these holes out, but and it's, it's sometimes just a, you know, maybe an imperfection in the glass or whatever. It's not anything, you know, the, the glass is a tough material to work mm. with. If he blows one of these out, it's up. Oh, well, start over. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing you can do. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that real fascinating. I, I, even if you're not a guitar player, it's one of those things. Just like I recommend checking it out, just because the the amazing. The, he sounds like a maniac. I would like I'd lose my mind about that. <laughs> I'd be the whole place would just be shattered glass. I'd just be, you know, you'd come in. I'd just be a there'd be a bloody mess. You, you, you're gonna love. You're gonna love the, the video of him radiusing next. Then oh yeah, yeah. He's just an angle grinder. It's madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god, it's, it's super fascinating. Yeah, it's really see. fascinating. But yeah, right. That's everything. No, that's what I'm doing next. <laughs> everything. Not making context, glass guitars. Yeah. Just looking at this guy. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. And 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 that's that's the thing. Like, because a lot of these pickguards that I grew to just loathe were, you know, you could. It was the era where screen printing became cheap. So yeah. all, all of a sudden you'd have like a picture of Elvira on the back of a clear pick guard and somebody'd slap that on their strat or something like that. It was just like, oh man, that was a perfectly functional candy apple red strat. And you put yeah. <laughs> just It was not a time of great taste. Yeah, because it, it was easy yeah. to be tasteless. I mean it's the old thing of yeah, just because you can. 
doesn't mean I, that you I think that's a blanket statement for all of human history. It's just easy to be tasteless, <laughs> and be. it's and it's yeah. it's not easy to put out a, a product or anything that requires actual work. Yeah, and, oh, I, and I I always struggle with brands that come along and their whole brand is built around one thing, and it's just a thing that's like. We figured out how, that we could do this, and thus we made a brand and a, and a product based around this. Uh, coffin cases are like, great. Yeah. You made a coffin-shaped case. Is it a good case? I don't know, but it's coffin-shaped. And there, yeah. was a, there was a case company uh, uh, that came out around the same time as coffin cases. Again, one of these things that, uh, that clearly was like, oh, screen printing super cheap now. And the whole case company was... We make the same case you buy now, but we print artwork all over one entire surface. Just boom. And it was and it was like they were it was like a two hundred fifty dollar event to buy one of these cases compared to the same case for a hundred bucks but all black. <laughs> it was just like I hate this so much. <laughs> None of the designs were like subtle. There was no like yeah, we put a nice subtle like uh glossy paisley on matte black design yeah it was like no oh, hyper color skull explosion or something like, it was just like um all right not everybody's into yeah. bad acid trips but uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah well um, ah, that's that's a shame that was my next business idea <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, my now. recollection the least subtle case they made was uh like a two-tone checkerboard one that uh oh yeah and that was the one i actually sold to like this guitarist that was obsessed with ska punk <laughs> it's like my kitchen floor yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he came in with wearing his specials t-shirt and was like i'll take that one please <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i i i think um i love that your art takes that approach of uh no well thanks very much everything uh, in i mean context and everything in, in framed well and I, yeah, I try. I try. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure there are times that I don't do that. But yeah, that's definitely the the aim. Um, and yeah, I've, and in the main, I really enjoy doing it. I have my odd moment of you know screaming at the computer but when I'm not screaming at the weather. Well, okay, Richard, I have a favor to ask of you. Yes. Ask away. Can we have you back on the show sometime? I yeah. It's not to talk about your sperm count. I, 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 my one caveat is that you do. <laughs> I <laughs> promise to talk about your sperm count. Yeah. <laughs> I've got really weird, weird things that I, I insist upon. Like weird, weird rider. All right. You must mention we'll my about, high sperm count. We'll talk about your sperm count and that one nipple hair that grows just obscene oh no we don't talk about that (laughs) okay sperm count yes six inch nipple hair no no Um, that's it it's another good band name quite long but six inch nipple hair that is a good band name six inch nipple hair no yeah it's gotta have the no on the end it's gotta have the no (laughs) um no i just uh, you you've been an incredibly fun guy to talk to and i want to have you back on because we're at a we're at an hour 20, which is about when we start going, oh, it's supposed to be an hour. And we never, ever do an hour. But um, how long have we been talking for? We've been recording we've been, for we've, an hour and 20. We've been we've, talking for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah. How much of that was about my sperm count? Oh, more Not and more enough. every so, moment. Uh, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we're, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a very good point. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> You know, we talk, I just want to say we oh, talk so much so about ratings and, and, and not being inappropriate. And I was like, it's all out the window. I'm going to stop caring. I don't biology. swarm well, have I, I, uh, I don't think, have I swarm? No, no I didn't. No. Well, you, you did. Good was, I think Casper had wrote down one. There was one, but yeah. it was, I'll probably just, no one's going to know where it is. Cause I'm just going <laughs> to, the word will evaporate. Yeah. There you go. Well, I yeah. mean, uh, that's. That's a good. That, that's a good yeah, test for all our listeners. Big chunk of my Find the word that Richard might have said. Oh no! And speculate yeah, as to what it might have been. Where's Waldo for foul language? Yeah, I think this is, <laughs> I right. think that's fun. I love it, uh, dude. <laughs> I um, was gonna rename Where's Waldo there, but that would I would have immediately sworn. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought of it. Find. F- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not big or clever. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, dude, thank you so much for hanging out with us no for worries. doing the show. It, it it's been a pleasure. Un- uh, it is an unbelievable honor and, yeah. and, and pleasure for us. Uh, like like we said before we hit record, uh, we are the sweating fanatical Beatles uh, followers in the audience of the Ed Sullivan Show to your Beatles. Agreed. That was a weird... Ah. That was a weird... I, I, <laughs> the point kind of came through, it. so... Yeah. The point is, every time you move, my loins catch fire just a little bit. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Those are song lyrics, right? Casper's gonna write beat me to death after this. Um, uh, yeah, no, we're we're we, we we love what you're doing, man. Uh, love is oh well, thanks. Word. Happy to happy to do it. And um, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, I'll I'll get your pit guard finished up and out to you, and then um. We could do another podcast where you can be like, no, nah, it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. I take it My back, sir. You're yeah. a cur. Your whole family is made of curs. Actually, it's cur. I don't even know where the word. I've heard the word cur used as a, like, as a insult, but I, it occurs to me now yeah, I don't actually a, know what it means, a, and I'm worried it has like a racist connotation. Let me look. I will I mean, find out for you. Oh, what is a cur? Yeah. <laughs> One should not use words in ignorance. It turns out, what, yeah. No, I think I think I was all right. I, I mean, I have, I don't think I've used it. It, it. it definitely comes from a time where racism was much more okay. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's. it's, it's Cur definition is a mongrel or inferior dog. Is definitely an insult. No racism attached. Okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. I'm happy to have it. Whew, well, racism uh, avoided. Yeah. <laughs> racism avoided. <Yay>. High five. <laughs> well done, everyone. We did Great right. job. We uh, did talk a lot about your bad parenting most... and my high sperm count, but we weren't racist. And that is what's important. That's a that's a victory in white people land. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, accidentally done all right. We should all give ourselves a good pat yeah, on the back. That's right. We've earned it. Yeah. <laughs> We're mediocre people. Uh, <laughs> dude, yeah. we will. We do have to have you back on some on sometime because uh, yeah, man. Just let me know. I'm I'm happy to happy to do it. Awesome. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> fabulous. Well, good chatting to you. And, yeah. Um, 
And yeah. uh, thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. And and we're just gonna we're gonna unceremoniously say this is it. This is the end. And listen again next week. <laughs> <laughs>